Hey, it's Leash, and I'm back with another episode. This time, I have rising star Evie to tell her story. Her unique sound that blends garage with minimal deep tech has been supported by some of the big dogs in the industry. I'm talking Corolla, Jamie Jones and Alicia. She's been playing in iconic venues up and down the UK since taking on DJing full time about this time last year. She's been appearing on some of our biggest festivals this year like Dream Valley, Abode and Forbidden Forest. Evie's also been in Ibiza, closing for Piv at Cova Santa. She's been in Amsterdam, Croatia, Italy and Malta. We've had a recent EP from her on Pitch Records and we have a lot more coming very soon. Evie was so fun to talk to and so kind opening up about her journey so far. I hope you enjoy this one. As always, please subscribe and give us a follow and a rating and you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Who's Behind The Decks. Thanks so much for joining me on Who's Behind the Decks. No, thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate that. How have you been? Like, what's the last few weeks been like? You look like you've been playing all over the place, like in in Abode, London, Ibiza, (laughs) all over the place. So, to be fair, I've actually come home for a bit because I felt like I was living in Ibiza and I felt like I was getting nothing done. Like, when you're out there, you get nothing done. Like, no work stuff whatsoever. So, I've come home and I'm just, like, doing all my music at the moment and, like you said, just been... DJing this weekend was like my first weekend off for a while that was a bit weird because <laughs> I've not been used to just playing but nice at the same time um but yeah I've just yeah just been doing my music the last few weeks trying to get a few tracks done um to send to some labels um and just yeah just wanted to come home and try and finish some bits off really yeah how long were you living in Ibiza for I went out there at the start of May and then I come back at the just after Piv so it must have been like the middle of July so yeah it was I was flying backwards and forwards as well because I was still gigging Uh, here and the traveling's a lot and then you're not really sleeping or like (laughs) chilling as such so I was was shattered and I just wanted to get in my studio really I was missing it were you going out a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so I'm, easy to, though, isn't I'm it? the worst person, like, <laughs> if you ask anyone, especially, like, now I've got, like, like all my friends are DJing as well, like, they're, they're, oh, they've only got to be like, oh, do you want to come? Like, yeah, I'll come. Like, I'm always there, I'm always there, I'm always like, I love, I think I like going to see my friends play more than I like playing sometimes. <laughs> I'm just like I, like, I love going to see everyone play, so I'm constantly out, can't say no. And like then when I'm when I can't go, I get really bad FOMO. Yeah. Don't get FOMO about a lot of things, but I do get FOMO about going out, raving. I'm like, oh, I wish I was there. What's some? What's a couple of your favourite parties out there? Oh, obviously I love Piv. Love Piv. They're the best. They're like proper family orientated as well, and they really involve, like really involve me. So like when even when I go to the festivals and stuff, it's just really nice, and like this the. They're just really nice people. Oh, and that's nice. They spend a lot of time and work on um, like all their shows and everything that they do. Like you can see all the hard work. Like I went when I went to um, I went to Amsterdam for the Piv Festival. Oh, I saw that. And I was helping them set up and stuff. And they're all staying. They're all getting there at like seven a.m., leaving at like ten at night. Like they're like they're just fully, fully involved. So like, be a big ups to Piv. I love Piv. So yeah, that's like that's like they're like my faves. And yeah. then what about I want I wanted to ask about Piv. And yeah, like yeah, how, yeah. You know, you played for them. Yeah, I just wanted to sick. ask like yeah, how it came about and what it was like. 
Um, so I actually uh, got asked by Geordie, so Prunk's brother. Um, uh, it's a bit random, really. I, he listened to a couple of my tracks, and that, like didn't really hear anything. And then he was like, "Oh, we love your tracks. Like, you need to send them to M High. So M High is like the A and R. So send them to M High, and they they all loved them." So I've actually got a release coming out on Piv, so that's why I played for him. I feel like I could speak about it a bit more now, but yeah, so that's why um, that's why I played for him because I'm I've got a release coming out. Um, won't say too much on it, but yeah, they've just took it for the master, so it'll be out soon. And yeah, then I just got a random call one day when I was in IB for Geordie Run Me. He's like, oh, I've got a gig for you. Literally, I, I won't swear, but I was literally swearing with my head <laughs> off. And I was like, are you joking? Like, more swearing. Um, and he's like, I can't joke with you. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I, like, cried for hours. Aww. But as I didn't even ring, like, anyone after. Because, you know, when you're, like, so in shock, I had to, like, sit down. I was, like, sat in the chair and I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, I'm playing for Piv. And then I was I, like, it was like, couldn't get my head around it. And I was, like, crying. And then Aww. I managed to, like, bring myself around to, like, ring and tell everyone. Or, like, tell, like, mum and that and like some of my best mates but yeah and then to be honest I thought like it wasn't surreal until my name was on the flyer so like I knew I was playing for them but I didn't know when the flyer was coming out and everyone was ringing me because obviously I told my best mates but I didn't tell everyone just because I wanted a bit of a surprise as well so then when it um when it comes out everyone was ringing me like I was I was proper like overwhelmed like and I was just I just remember being like can't go on my phone, so I just put my phone down. I posted about it straight away as soon as they did, obviously. And then I was like, right, I'm just going to put my phone down. I just laid on the sofa. I was like, oh, and my chest was all, like, tight because oh. I was just, like, well overwhelmed because like, my name was on there and, like, next to Archie and stuff. And I love Archie. So I was like, wow, this is mad. So I did. I then had to go to bed, didn't I? I went to bed at, like, 8 o'clock. And what's the actual party like? And what was the night like? Like, what oh, was it was so good. And have you like been there as a raver many times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been to Piv. We were talking about this actually the other day with them. I've been, um, like, been going for years to Piv, and even last year we, we went Barcelona. And we we're talking about that as well. And yeah, the parties are just so good. I always have such a good time. And Cova Santa, every time sort of Piv have done their event and I've been there, I've, I've made sure I go early as well because obviously you get the bit outside as well as inside, which I love. Yeah, I think really that's, nice. that's like amazing. I love that at Cova Santa. And it's like nice because with Piv, you have like all the housey vibes outside on the terrace. And then that's why I did closing, didn't I? And I was so like buzzing about that as well. That's something else I cried over. I always cry, crying get I overwhelmed cry. I cry but I'm all so happy and I'm like crying and then I'm just like no one talked to me so I go from like one extreme to the other um but yeah so that was another thing I was closing because I just thought I'd be warm up because obviously new new DJ on yeah. the lineup and that but no they wanted me to close because of my music because obviously I'm more sort of minimal garage like um obviously mixed with like housey vibes but more I love my garage and that don't I so yeah they were like they got me to close so yeah, I like that that when you went inside, obviously I got to play and like Archie and that, and we were a bit more minimal, a bit more dark. So it's yeah. nice because it's one of the only parties as well where you get both. Yeah, that's exact. I went to that party at Cove Santa, not Piv actually, but another one, and it was yeah, you got to be outside in the sun in the evening, and then obviously go into the darker club. And like... you can eat there as well. That's another whole list. Although like, you, I had you... some dodgy chips there, all the dodgy like crisps there. 
Oh, dodgy. I don't know about Chris. I was talking about the nice people sitting up. Oh. It looks expensive. I haven't done it because I'm cheapskate, but. Yeah, it's like a restaurant. Yeah, they sit yeah. and everyone's eating and it, it looks nice if you've got like a rich husband or something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, flicking back to the start of like where yeah. this all started, I kind of just want to ask like how it started. When did you start DJing? When did you learn? Where did it start? So, I actually have been able to DJ for ages. So, I say ages, well, since like 2018, 2008. Yeah, 2018 is about right. Um, my ex was a DJ. Oh. <laughs> so, he taught me. Um, so, I never really felt not comfortable to DJ out, but have the confidence to DJ out because he was the DJ. I see. So although I, I knew how to DJ and I did it all the time, so literally every day I was learning, I had the app on my phone, there's like a DJ app. can't remember what it's called, but it's... <laughs> I used to sit in bed like like this, like on a game, like trying to learn. Um, but yeah, I used to do it all the time, all the afters. So like a lot of my like DJ mates and stuff, they will remember me at the afters, like playing them. But I never played out. And I remember Wheat said to me once, he was like, "Why, why do you not play out?" He's like, "I didn't even know you could DJ. Why have you never told me you could DJ?" And I'm like, I "Don't know, because my boyfriend was the DJ, so yeah. I just not like was in the shadow, but I was just like, he's the DJ. So I'd like, so I just didn't do it. And then, and then we broke up." <laughs> So then I just thought, you know what? This is my time to to do what I could, like. I, like I love doing it. Yeah. It's like one of the only things that I actually because my brain's very all the time. It's one of the only things that chills me out. So I might look really grumpy sometimes DJing, but I'm either concentrating. Things, I, I with my hands go in the air, but I'll still be like concentrating because it's just one of the only things that chills me out. But yeah, so we broke up, and then I just decided to pursue it. Yeah, properly. And, yeah, and I saw you. You did a post that said that obviously you stopped your nine to five and you're doing it full time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's coming up to a year now. So I think it's literally like a few days or something. It's it's been a whole year. So a whole wow. year of self employed. Weird. I've been I was employed eleven years, like so from the time I was fifteen. So I left school, went straight into work. I was a hairdresser for a bit. I don't know why I did that. I think, I oh, don't have no idea. You know, you all just do these random jobs, yeah. don't you? Really? Well, what do you want to be? I don't know. Just give me something easy. So I did that for a bit. But I think that actually helped with the confidence to get because for me for speaking to people. Yeah. So that helped, to be fair. But then I obviously did teaching. I was a teacher. Oh, really? Like a school teacher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stop. Yeah, so then I'm... Yeah, I did that for... For ages, and then I got quite high up, which was which was good, obviously. And I was good at it, to be fair, and I enjoyed it. But I think coming to the time when I was DJing out more and producing music, I think it was the producing that really sort of pushed me into being like, I can't, I can't do this because I was loving producing so much. And I think with production, you can't put half all into it, like not saying you can do that with DJing but with DJing it's an hour isn't it at the weekend or we'll go out yeah. with your friends like it's a bit of fun whatever but with production you literally have to sit there for hours to do stuff to learn obviously unless you're like sick which if you're Luke Dean and that and do it in a day bless him but yeah it's like you have to sit and learn it and you have to watch YouTube you have to go do courses you have to have one-to-ones you have to do all of this it's not 
a five minute pickup. Yeah. Um. So I think just with I spent a lot of money on doing a course. It was a six months course and it was really good and I loved it. But, and I just thought, you know, and I was trying to do it at home and I thought, I'm just not having time for it. Yeah, it's but hard to do both. It's, it's so hard. A full-time job and be doing something on the side. Yeah, and I feel like when you're trying to have do a full-time job and then do production after, like in the night or whatever, my, my brain's already half been working throughout the day. Yeah. So I wasn't making stuff that I was 100% happy with. So I that's why that. I think it took so long for my first release to come out just on my SoundCloud because I was like half-heartedly doing a little bit there, a little bit there. Whereas now, three days in the trot, I'll sit there and something's done. So Yeah, that's good. What about going for those 11 years that you've been employed and having that yeah. regular salary to then jumping and oh God. not knowing what your salary was? Did you find it scary? Yeah, so as me, as per usual, I, cr- I cried. So <laughs> I quit my job. I quit my job. It was so funny. It's not why it's funny. Like I laugh at it now. So I come back from Ibiza and I'd been living there for like six weeks or something. So I was like, I had the time of my life, you know, six weeks holiday. So I spent the whole oh, six weeks yeah. in Ibiza. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is sick. I love my life. Like high as a kite. And then come home and I'm like, oh my god I've got to work and be around children I was like what is going on I literally went in and I was like I can't do this and I think that was the step I needed though because I was thinking about it already like is this really for me like I've done it a long time and then um I was so stressed as well whereas like now I'm never stressed at anything even getting here wasn't stressful (laughs) like really I know but um yeah so I come in I quit my job and I left and then you know you like get home and you're like Oh, what have I done? <laughs> Should I have done that? I like, yeah. quit on the spot as well. I was like, oh, I can't do this. I think I'm finished. So like two, three weeks after that, I was constantly crying, scared. Like, what have I done? What if I can't pay my bills? What if I can't do this? What if I can't do that? It's so weird though, because now I just don't care. It's weird, like, obviously I care, but I'm just like, oh, what will be, will be. Yeah. Like if I have to use a bit of my savings to pay my bills one month, so be it. If I have to like not buy any clothes or like other yeah. stuff like so be it but you've done great you're djing every weekend yeah you're so busy it's a bit mad <laughs> you really just had your like first weekend rest lot is it this weekend or last weekend? no i said the one this weekend yeah oh, like, this so one. this is my weekend rest that's great that you're you've got so many gigs going yeah, on yeah no, no it's, it's mad to be fair like i didn't think i'd ever get even as far as i am now so that like, i'm wow. so appreciative and grateful of how far I've got any like just like now like this is just amazing like everyone says like what's your goal and I'm like I've already done it like just just doing what I've done I, I thought I to be honest just the fact that I can say DJ is my full-time job yeah. is like a really big thing to me because I always thought it would just be a bit of a side thing and did you find it hard to like get the gigs going or have they flowed quite well with like obviously getting your so music out there? When I started? when I started I'd have um a good like one or two a month, like started off one and then I'd get two and like yeah, like everything's just like like you said, gone really like f- like flowing really well. So like it's not it's not sort of at the point where like I have like a gap or like a really big gap and then I'll have some like it's just every month I just seem to be getting them in which is really good which is amazing and they're all really like amazing shows as well like really cool ones like I've just had um free for up north and they're all on the same weekend which is better for me anyway because I'm just gonna float from one to the other but so that's amazing like just playing like 
not like around the UK is a yeah. big deal to me. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's just it's just all re- everything's just flowing really well. I think I think January was a bit quiet, but I think January's quiet mm, for everyone. Yeah. So I'm I'm used to that. To be fair, everyone yeah. everyone said when it when it got to January, I was like, is this normal? <laughs> everyone was like, yes, this is normal for TJ. And don't worry about January. I was like, okay. Oh, and yeah, I wanted to ask a bit about producing. Obviously, I saw yeah, on your yeah. Instagram that you've got a beautiful new studio. Oh, thanks. What I was that like so getting much. that all in? Well, I don't know if do you, you see my stories. I don't know if you see. I used to be under the stairs, so like you know, like Harry Potter vibes. Because I, I I had like no room for it in my in my like bedroom, so I was like, right. So where where am I going? So I ended up under the stairs. Um, so proper Harry Potter vibes, and that's why I, I never ever used to really take videos and stuff, because I was like I'm under the stairs, like. And to be honest, I used to get in there. I'd be all right when I was in there, but it, I, I'd take like the video would be like here. I'd just do it with a speaker because I'd be like, oh god, I can't show everyone yeah. I'm under the stairs. So like, yeah, now that I've actually got a whole room that's all mine and it's got all like this mad equipment in, it's just like whoa, like how have I done that? So that's a big milestone, just amazing, like having your own workspace that's all I wanted because obviously now it's my full-time job and every day I'm trying to get in there I want I want to you just want a workspace wouldn't you like if you yeah. just, you'd want an office if you worked in an office so that's my workspace and that's where I sort of sit in shut the door don't speak to anyone and yeah. do you like yeah do you like spending time in there have you I love so I love being in there I have to keep an eye on the time because I just end up in there and I'm like it's like 2 a.m and I'm like oh I need to go to bed. So, but it is funny because I was a couple of my mates are like, they're like, "Have you had a shower yet? Have you eaten?" Because I I will just sit in there. Like, oh my god! I thought I thought um I'd be one of these people that would be like munching on snacks like as I'm producing, but I'm not. I'm just so engrossed in what I'm doing that I don't do anything else, which is good, but also like. I need to have a drink sometimes <laughs> or like blink <laughs> oh my god and yeah. you've obviously had a couple of tunes out recently that was yeah, on pitch yeah. records yeah. so that, that's your first couple that of was tunes my out first, yeah so that was my first ever ep like i released um i released stuff on soundcloud because just yeah. to get my name out there yeah. and my first ever release had done quite well to be fair it's nearly on like thirty thousand plays so if that's i think that's quite good isn't it so yeah. that was like almost a year ago um and people still play it now. I still get people tag me in videos. And I'm like, oh wow, they're still playing my like first release. Um, but yeah, this was my first sort of proper EP that was out, um, and that did really well as well. That was a shock. I literally the next day we went straight in at like number four or something, and I was like, how has my EP gone in at number four? Like, and it, I weren't even pestering anyone to buy it either. I thought I'm not being that person. I just want to see <laughs> where it goes. Yeah. So like I was actually like that's mad like on pre-orders it's gone in on number four like in the next day I was like, and did those crazy. tracks were they kind of like quite quickly made or was those no. in quite a while? A while. This only recently I've actually come to realise with my tunes what I'm like I'll make something and I'll go nah that's not I don't that's I'm not continuing with that or I'll make it and I'll go oh this is catchy I like this I'll keep that because before I would mate I'd be so indecisive about everything and it would take me like four or five weeks to make a track which is quite long because I was so indecisive whereas now 
I know what kicks I like. I know like what samples I like. I know what hardware I like using. I know what plugins I like using. So everything's becoming quicker, which everyone said it would be quicker in time because I was quite hard on myself for a bit. I was like, I'm not pushing out tunes as quick as I want to because I'm not happy with them. But I can't. With me, I'm so funny. Like everything has to be perfect. Yeah, I get to that. me. I couldn't just push out something half-heartedly like so it was taking me so long to do these tunes whereas now like I think I've come I come back didn't I so middle of July I've finished about four so that's quite good for me wow yeah so just gotta keep at it now four that I'm happy with as well so that's a big deal as well because usually I'm like binning them all sake yeah and I also saw that you you said that like garage is quite a special oh yeah i love garage so much like garage 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 baseline for me so like that's what i've tried to do in a couple of my tunes um because i love minimal i love minimal like so much like minimal house yeah it's the best so so i wanted to make minimal but i wanted to have garage influence so what i've tried to do is when i do my tunes is have like a garage baseline so that's why like when you hear a couple of my tunes the bass line is like Vroom. but then it's got all like the minimal sounds over it and like minimal like kicks and yeah. like the drums and everything whereas like with with garage it's proper you can you can hear the snares and the claps yeah. and you know it's proper garage so I've tried to sort of combine the two so that's like my sound if you know what I mean I wanted to have a sound yeah and I love I love bass as well I'm very I'm bassy bassy like I love upbeat as well upbeat bass so yeah, I'm trying to... That's what I'm trying to push at the moment is my sound, really. Because I wanted to ask, like, why it was special. Like, is that just something that you've always, like, loved raving I just, to? So when I when I was... um When I was growing up, all I ever used to listen to in the car and stuff, like, you know, when you're, like, younger and that is, like... What's it, like, what was it called? Garage... What was that thing? I can't feel what it's called. That event, Garage... Or Garage Nation. Garage Nation. So oh. I always used to go Garage Nation. Then I'd get them CDs after and I'd have them in the car. And oh my God, I'd... imagine we had CDs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm old and I'm I still love 30. my CDs. Yeah, yes. I've, still got, I've still got some like R&B 2002. <laughs> oh yeah, I've got like I've got like all the House of Silks. Like, you, I you love get, that. Yeah. And I used to put them in, in the car all the time. And it was funny actually, I was laughing this morning because I remember like I used to have a Samsung and my ringtone was like, put your hands up for Detroit. Oh my God. So I've always loved like garage and house, but yeah, I just, I just love garage. And I love, I love like that garage is a lot more like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You've got a really distinctive sound with that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's why I like garage to be fair. <laughs> and like asking about kind of what's going on now, like when you, when you look to like the rest of the summer and like even further ahead to like the rest of the year, like what's kind of the focus? Is it, more gigs or is it producing or what kind of things bit, you... bit of both obviously I've got a couple of releases coming out obviously the Piv one as well so it's it's I want to get more production done and um, there's a few labels I'm really want to get on at the moment I'm trying at the moment to just like I said I'm gonna uh, finish these finish the tunes I'm working on and hopefully they're like some of my dream labels so we'll see I'm gonna try and I've had a few talks with a few of them, so try and get on them. And then, um, yeah, just gigging. Like, we're, we're trying to take more gigs sort of um, around the UK. Um, we've had quite a lot of interest with Amsterdam and Italy, Spain, Portugal, oh. things like that. So it'd be cool just to do, even just a few here and there, just around, like, around the world, around the EU. 
So I think for me, my goal is to just sort of get my name out there a bit more. So a bit, like I said, around the UK and around other places as well. Okay, so next up I wanted to ask what a few of your favourite venues are that you've played at so far. Obviously Cover Centre, that was amazing. I literally, that was, that's one of the best venues, 100%. Um, oh, what, where, where else have I played? I love 93. I do love 93. It's, um, it's like one of the first places like, I remember being like, I love it here. You know, they used to do the like in-house 93s. Yeah. So I always used to go um, to all of them and EastEnders when it first started. Yeah. EastEnders at 93 is best event ever. Um, and I played, I played in Liverpool actually in this like, I think I'm in Kitchen Street. Oh yeah. That was really cool. Like, like I love, cool. I love really like dingy vibes, oh. me. Like it's quite dark. It was yeah. quite dark and dingy. That was cool. Yeah, I'm pretty I sure. I have the I've worst memory, by the way, like for remembering stuff. <laughs> so like, I I sit there and I'm like, you've uh, done really well so far. No, I know. If I sit there, I'm like, uh, that's because I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember like half of the half of the places. But yeah, I'm trying to yeah, they're, they're definitely night ninety three and like Cobra Center is like up there at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one thing I wanted to touch on, if you're still happy to talk about it, was. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but your Aspergers. Is Aspergers, yeah, 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 yeah. For someone that wouldn't know what it is, are you able to like explain? So it's basically it's just with it's with with being autistic and having autism, it's like you when you have something like DJing and stuff, like you just want to be perfect in it, and you but you like you want to just put your all into it. It's like. <sighs> you you have like this creative side but then you also have things that like you love like I love random things like like Marvel like I love Marvel I love um I love Tomb Raider like <laughs> yeah like but that you don't grow out of them like that's you right. will still like it forever I used to love wrestling like even now I could tell you about like all the wrestlers from like the 2000s like what like the even their weight probably like because i just can remember but i can't remember what i did yesterday but i can because it's like something i love the same as making a tune on ableton like how can someone who has trouble remembering make a tune on ableton just because i love it so but so it's amazing with things like that and um i said i was like good at my job like i enjoyed doing my job and i was good at it and i always wanted it to be like i always wanted to be the best at my job as well yeah. but for for things like like emotions like i told you i cry at everything even yeah. if i'm happy i cry and like it's very get very overwhelmed um i've sort of taught myself which i'm quite proud of to be quite social um even now looking at you i would never look at you when i was at um school like my friends always just go why are you not looking at me when you're talking oh. but it wasn't like a thing when we were younger yeah but i couldn't look at them it'd like make me feel uncomfortable and just random things make me feel uncomfortable like feeling my muscles at the gym the other day I was like oh I don't like that like and then I get all like anxious and um like quite a tight chest and stuff but as I've got older I feel like and where I'm less stressed you don't notice it when I'm stressed or when I'm when I'm sad or stressed or like something bothers me you really notice it but when I'm like level-headed and happy that you no one really notices it so so it's something has to sort of trigger does that make sense yeah. like trigger me and then I'll have like an like an episode or 
But then once I've had it, I've cried or I've got angry or whatever, then I'm fine. It's like a meltdown. Um, but yeah, like I said, because I've been so happy like recently, I've not, I've been so much better, like, like no, not stressed and just much, like chill vibes. And it's nice because I think now where I'm older as well, I've got a good support group around me That's that good. understand me. Um, I don't always talk about it like really, and I don't really talk about insides and outs of it, but yeah I when I think when you're younger you get stuck around like these big groups and you're not like they you, you're there because you have to be with them whereas now you're older I, I see yeah. who I want I hang around with who I want yeah at school I'm not like, put in together. situations yeah. yeah I think I feel bad like I think about people at school like now because when I was at school and even when I said to you didn't I about the DJ the other day posted about it and I think unless you have it it's hard for to understand how bad it is to like yeah. with with him the other day like if something happens um like someone can be sad but then for me I'm like 20 times sad than that person like everything's yeah. more overwhelming to me than other people but to be fair for like touch wood everything's been quite good recently so I've not um you've done so well though because yeah. like the DJ world is so social it is I'm social. so I'm so social the industry is I am so... so so social which I'm so happy about because I, I am friendly and I, I love I love being around people so that's the only side of it that I just I, I'm not I'm not like that I'm not anti-social at all I like my own space though I do like my own space which I struggled with in Ibiza because I just like to be in my own room sometimes just yeah. doing nothing like not even doing anything I just like to just be in my own room but then I love being with everyone just as much but like you said like when you're younger you get stuck with these big groups of people and you have to be with them because that's your friend's friend or whatever yeah um, and if there was someone that was listening and is struggling with it in the DJ scene, maybe if they're kind of struggling to do something because they're so they're being indecisive or can't concentrate. Well, that's why I, I think I didn't DJ for ages because oh. I think I was too too scared of of to to do it because you think oh I can't do that or whatever, but you can like well, you can all, anyone can do it. It's like it doesn't. It's hard. You get in your own head with it, yeah. I think. Or if they were struggling with the social side. I just didn't know if you had a couple of tips that have helped you in the last year. Out, get be. Oh, do you know what? Just get out your comfort zone. Like if you see if you see a big DJ and he's like your favorite DJ, don't just go up to him. If if, humans, if they're not they? nice, they're not nice. But with me, everyone I've spoke to, they've been amazing. Like and some of them are my really good friends now. Like some of my favorite DJs, which is amazing to say. Like. If you just go up and chat and be yourself, like you might be anxious and scared, and you might think, "Oh my God, what about if they don't talk to me? What about?" Because that's what I used to think, like the worst of everything. If they don't talk to you, that's their loss, not yours. Just remember that when you're like smashing life, they'll want your tunes, isn't it? So, yeah, just just go up, be nice, be yourself. Just push yourself out of the comfort zone, because then it will help. It helps in the future. If that makes sense. <laughs> oh, you're so kind for sharing all of that. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> so we've got a couple of fun questions now. Yeah. And one of them is is back in the day when you were listening and raving and things like that, is there yeah. a DJ that you loved then that you still love now? But, oh, not as much. Is your sound kind of changed that you love oh, raving Oh, yeah. When I, when I first started going out, I when I was going out, I was like, what, 17, 16, 17. And it was like, MK... 
MK, oh, Sunny yes. Federa. Like, that was like... Yeah. And Sydney Charles and Darius, they were just coming up. So, like, they were... We were, like, listening to them. I liked them as well. But, yeah, I loved MK. Like, MK was, like, back in the day. Like, look right through. That was a banger. And then looking to the rest... Or, like, what events that you can say? What kind of things have you got coming up over the next few months? Where can people be seeing you? So, obviously, I'm doing a bode at 338. So, yes. that'll be really... I'm really excited for that. Me and Luke are on the lineup again. I love Luke Dean. I think he's smashing it as well. He's such a good producer. Such a nice person as well. Him and Max as well. Obviously, Max is lovely. Um, yeah, so 338, I'm doing for a bode of... I just my, hope it doesn't rain. Do you know, it's so funny. My memory's gone again. That's what I mean. I can't remember. Oh, I'm doing Dream Valley. That's oh, in are. a few weeks. Um, you're headlining that yeah headlining one of the small stages that's cool that's unreal yeah I was buzzing fucking small <laughs> I know I've asked oh yeah no I know what you mean that's I'm, so cool yeah that'll be ex- I'm good excited for that that'll be I good. can even tell you one that's coming up ministry yes yeah see <laughs> I've got the worst memory I've actually have I've like write everything down for, like because oh, that's why I said I said did I need my phone I should have got my phone do you need any do you want nah I, we can <laughs> no, it's all right, it's all right it's all right it's all right but yeah ministry as well um Oh, what else am I doing? I've got some cool ones coming up. Joshua Brooks got booked for. Can't I can't say what. And I've been booked for Fabric as well. Oh my the gosh. Other day. The so Joshua that, Brooks is unreal. I yeah. love that venue so much. Yeah, I'm much. buzzing about that. I've never I haven't played there yet, so I'm excited. Oh, um, that's so cool. Yeah, where yeah, there's quite a lot of up north ones, I can tell you that. You've done quite a lot of festivals, haven't you, this yeah, year? Yeah, like, I've done quite a lot to be fair, which has been really good. I've really like a bow festival was so good. That was yeah, that was a really good day. I love that. And you had Forbidden Forest. Yeah, Forbidden Forest. Forgot about that. See. <laughs> no, but I mean, do you do you remember it like now? Yeah, yeah. Now you what said. What was yeah. that like? I've never been. Yeah, it was alright. To be fair, it, it seemed a bit quiet this year. But I do love Forbidden Forest. I've, yeah. We, we go like all the time, like just to go anyway. And I like that um, it has a bit of everything there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you can like, mix between, yeah. It's yeah, nice. they have like techno, drum and bass, all sorts going on at different stages. Sometimes I feel like a bit of drum and bass. Sometimes I feel like techno. Yeah. Sometimes I just like, right, I'm just going straight back to East End Dubs because <laughs> that's where I'm at my happiest. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. So on this pod, I play a game which is Snog Mario Void, but a DJ version. <laughs> this is so funny, you. So God. I'm gonna give you three DJs, and you have to tell me who you'd be happy to back to back with once. Yeah. Who'd be happy to back to back with for the rest of your life? The rest of my life. Oof. And then who, unfortunately, you just have to slide to the side. Just oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. I've got this. Mean. Okay. So I'm gonna get the three DJs. I'm gonna give you <laughs> is, is East End Dubs, yeah. um, Ben Sterling. And Alicia. Oh, so... Oh, that's... Yeah, so slide to the side of Ben Sterling. Sorry, Ben. Just because the other two are like... Yeah. Um, oh, that's so hard. Because either of them are... Yeah. East Eastern Doves for the rest of my life. And Alicia for the ones. Because I feel like the one, the one would be sick. We would be sick. It'd be, it'd be a good one. Is there a and track? And I love Chase as well, so it's just... Aww. That is hard. That is really hard question, to be fair. And is there a track that you're loving in your sets at the moment? A track that I'm loving in my sets? Um, oh, there is, there is. Oh, yes, there is. Right, so this this is a funny story. This, I, I got, I got, I get sent promo. Um, I've sent out my email a few times. I don't know how everyone's got it, because... 
it's just like a box standard email but yeah so i get random promos almost like once a day now wow so that's quite cool so i was anyway i got on my emails i got this i got this um promo it's got no no words on it no like to um to ev or this is my link or nothing yeah no who it is nothing no instagram nothing it's just a plain email with a file on it it just had a file so it's just email with a file so i was like this is so unprofessional that i have to listen to it so i was like so i listened to it and i was like oh my god i was on my phone as well and i was like what is this tune it's an edit of are you sleeping and it's it's honestly it's so good and i was like who is this guy so i was like i downloaded it and i I emailed him back i was like mate this tune is sick like thanks for sending i'm gonna play it and i didn't get a response (laughs) as if you got ghosted no but no 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 not like that but i was just creasing i was like this guy is so like love him to be fair for it and then i was like right so I ended up, pl- I played it literally at all my sets for like two or three weeks in a row. So I was like, I need to tag him. Like, yeah. I'm playing it at like good events. Like, he probably might want to see, do you know what I mean? So I was like trying to find him on Insta, like proper like detective work. Managed to find him, bless him. He's got like 800 followers. He's just that random like 20 year old boy. So I was just like, mate, I've been playing your tune. So now like, I followed him. I've got the tune signed for him as well. Because I keep playing it. Um, so he's had, like, his first release with it. Oh Obviously, God. like, SoundCloud, because it's an edit. But still. Um, and, like, yeah, like, all the like Big Dons have been playing it now. So because of that. So then it's, like, nice story. Yeah, And is. then, I've, yeah, I made a good connection with him, like, contacts. So and now he's like, oh, I'll send you all my stuff. But it just made me die. Like, it just sending me this, the file. It was, like, MP3 Didn't say file. anything. No words on it. <laughs> Didn't know who it come from. But, That's yeah. Jones. I literally play it all the time now. I love it. That's gar- garage. It's like it was. Ga- it's like, are you sleeping? Obviously, the garage version. He's took the vocal and made it like more minimally. Like it's just sick. Need to listen to it. <laughs> um, and if you eat breakfast, what's your favorite thing to eat for breakfast? Oh, cereal bar. So bad. <laughs> I love cereal bars. And that I, wouldn't be enough for me. I eat like a full blown meal in the morning. Do so, you? Yeah, I eat like like beans on toast and shit. Oh, I like I like waking up. I have to have a cup of tea. I'd rather have tea than food. Oh. I'm, like, addicted to tea. Like, I didn't realise how bad it was until I left work. I thought it was, like, at work thing. Because, obviously, teacher, like, everyone just wants you to drink tea, didn't they? So, like, I thought, oh, it's because I'm a teacher, whatever. But still, all the time, I'm just... It's got. It's always in my hand. Like, I just can't not have it. And then when I don't have it, I feel, like, angry. Like, I, on the way here, I'm going, oh... Make sure you spot that coffee shop. We need a coffee shop on the way. Starbucks, something... But yeah, I don't like coffee. I like iced coffee, but tea. I'm proper. I'm proper English, me. Um, and what do you like to have in your rider? In my rider, oh, this is so. I've just actually changed riders, um, because getting all cool now. No, I'm joking. So I, I was used to have spice rum and coke, but I keep. I when I drink it, I just get feel all up from the coke. Do you oh, know what I mean? Like really bloated. Uh, yeah. So everyone's like, have tequila. So now. I've been having tequila, apple juice, and orange juice. Evie, that's gross. Well, I love tequila. That's gross. It don't give me hangovers. I can't believe that. Everyone has tequila. So I have tequila, apple, and orange juice, or um, 
tequila and yeah yeah and then i have i have red bulls i have to have some red bulls usually for charlie my agent because he's usually been up like two nights so he needs a couple of red bulls so i put them in there for him and water when i'm playing because i get really thirsty yeah um such a boring rider everyone says i should ask for more extravagant stuff i'm like i'm not that big time yet to be fair i did ask for a lost mary at a boat i was like i could do with a lost mary and then they he's like yeah and then brand new lost mary that's unreal. I was like, wow, I'm going to do that on all my riders now, Lost Mary. <laughs> you just mentioned your agent then. Yeah. Have you ha- had, is it a him? Yeah, yeah, Have yeah. you had him for a while or is that something that's so, quite recent? So I've had him since February. So Charlie literally looks after all my bookings. Um, I've had um, quite big agencies like want to get involved. But I, I love Charlie doing my bookings at the moment. It's good for me. It's good for him. Um. He, he's really good at what he does. He used to work for We Are. He owns Casita. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, So he knows what he's doing. He's got the contacts. And it's just it just works better for now. If something better comes along, it comes along. But for now, that's just working. And we both get each other. He comes to a lot of my stuff with me. And I now I've already said, I'd, whatever I do, sort of Charlie's got to come with me. So if an agency, a bigger agency or whoever wanted me, I'd, they'd have to involve, he'd have to be involved somehow. Oh, that's nice. Because he gets, he gets, just gets me and wants to come to stuff. And I think that's a big deal when you're a girl as well. Like, I think when we're traveling, like, like even on your own, like, I always think we should, you should have someone with you. And yeah. if it's a boy, it is better. Yeah, um, I do. So I like having him with me for, like, especially late at night, it's like driving home and stuff. So yeah, it's just working really well to be fair. And he's good at it. And he, he said he loves doing it. So bless him. That's nice. <laughs> it's good job someone likes looking after me. <laughs> okay, so finally, do you yeah. have any advice for upcoming DJs or DJs that want to get into the scene or people that want to get into the scene um, and of, of, like, of your experiences so far? Ooh, some advice production is key learn try and learn music learn keys learn how music's made um i didn't realize obviously i did djing first but after i started learning production things with djing they start clicking ah that makes more sense um our keys are this like everything just the the gap in my brain that was confused is now no longer confused because I do production. So I do think making music's a really big thing. It's not something that can be done overnight. It's um I think as well if you're gonna to be like an upcoming DJ, obviously you've got a you've got to just put the effort in with the music. Yeah. Like even just learning the basics or knowing how a song's like a tune's put together really helps. Um posting posting like mixes all the time on your soundcloud because a lot of my first ever mixes done really well and i was like wow i didn't even they're just mixes like i didn't think anything of it they were for me for ages to be honest just listening in the car because i'd like what's better than a mix of all your favorite tunes yeah unreal that you're listening to at the moment so i used to make them just for myself (laughs) and then um so yeah just posting loads of mixes and just just being a nice person as well just just remember that we're all riding the same wave. Yeah. We're all trying to get, like, we're not trying to get to the top, but we're all just trying to, yeah, like, trying to ride the same wave. We all enjoy music. Like, there's enough mm. room for everyone. Just be a friendly, nice person to everyone that you meet because you don't know who else you're meeting as well. You could meet anyone in the DJ world. So just be nice to everyone. 
that is that is my pro that's my top tip <laughs> oh, oh evie thanks so much for joining me oh today. thanks for having me yeah, yeah it's, it's been, been good s- yeah it's been so nice to hear your story oh thanks, thanks so much <laughs> oh, that's all right <laughs>